Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You fuckers. You look at me, motherfuckers. Look at you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm your happy motherfucking Jew. Good morning, everyone. It is time for a good morning Corona Chan. I can barely hear myself. There, there we go. All right, I'm on. And it's another glorious Monday. Doesn't matter what day it is, because there's no more work days or work, work yeah, or weekends. <clears throat> is it Friday? Is it Tuesday? Is it sad? Doesn't matter. And now you guys, oh, 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 can't be caught guff yesterday. I was at my buddy's place. Um wrenching on my truck, had to put in uh, new rotors and brake pads, and I get some man points for that. <laughs> Beautiful day wrenching on it. And then my buddy in the GF who was in tow, um, they were giving me guff like, oh, you're actually doing manual labor. Oh, look, oh, your fingernails are doing there. I don't know. Oh, I took a shower. Oh, there's a little bit of grease right there. Yeah, there's a little bit of grease right there. You guys see that? <clears throat> oh, what's it like? <laughs> well, then within like two minutes, they're complaining about the uh, not having to go to work and they're stuck at home. And oh man, this sucks. It's like this weird sin. I mean, I'm really depressed. I'm like, oh, oh, you guys are into this? A hot week, a hot 15 minutes. I've been doing this for coming up on a decade. Now you see how hard it is. Now you see the irony. And we were, uh, my buddy and I, we went, when we were getting the rotors, you see, because you leave the woman at home so you can have actual intellectual philosophical conversation with the guys. No, dear, I don't want to watch TV tonight. <laughs> no, I know that's not. Oh, and you, you mockers and ridiculers of people who work at home. You guys who go to the office, oh, that'd be great to watch TV. Yeah, you just wait. You get your, your fill. You'll be like, oh, there's nothing in life. And so me and the guy were talking, and he, he's uh, – He's like, I can't watch TV. I can't watch. Yeah, yeah, I can't watch TV either. There's only more work to do. I say, yes, yes, that's it. Because you'll do your project and you'll be done. And then you'll be presented. Do I sit and do nothing? Which you need rest. There's no doubt. Yeah, okay, maybe play a video game or two. But <clears throat> you, you've played your video games. You're not a kid. I, I like the nieces because everything is new to them. They could sit and play with the same piece of plastic for hours. Oh, this is fascinating. What is this? This new material. Is it from dead dinosaurs? Who cares? I'm going to imagine. But that, you, you get your fill. The novelty wears off. And so then your face, as all you motherfuckers are now, whether you're essential or not, you're sitting at home working or not, just uh, like collecting the unemployment check. You're like, holy shit. Yes, welcome to this existential, uh, existential question. What do you do? Because it was it was funny. It's like ah, we we he's like, well, you know, we're gonna finish this, uh, you know, the rotor job. Uh, we'll put on the brake pads, and then what? What do we do, Pinky? What do we do, Zoinks Brain? What do we do? I'm like, well, I guess we'll work on more projects. So there, I helped him out. I was taking apart uh, servers. He recycles. So this is the same computer guy. And and like I'm done. I'm like you know kind of. A little sore because you're yanking with the torque wrench and everything. And uh, yes, Captain does physical labor occasionally. Yes, but I'm tired. And then you just sit. Do you want to watch TV? No. 
I don't want to watch fucking TV. And so he just said, like, okay, well, I guess we work more. I guess we produce something. About the only thing I could find, the only thing that, that actually has value is one I've re- repeated before, is that even if you're doing something, you're fucking around, like this would make a great case for like an Amish community or an Amish-like aspect of a community. We get everybody together, you go raise a barn. A buddy of mine, he, he uh, was fixing his car, and he's like, dude, I had so much fun just fixing my car. You get a bunch of guys together, we're all fixing a car. Get a bunch of guys together, we raise a barn. How much you want to bet that I could go out with a bunch of Amish dudes or, you know, dudes that want to, we go and we raise a house. Who wants to join me, build my house? We'll get it up in a week and a half. Cappy, why does it look like shit? Hey, you got to practice, man. So you're like, oh, what are you? But you have people around, then it's like, oh, this isn't too bad. You're giving each other shit and guff. And and then it's just the the the... What this uh, great and merciful Corona Chan has taught us is that it, it, the work doesn't matter. There's always work. There's nothing but work. There's production. That's all it is. And are you going to produce with a good group of people around and have fun? Otherwise, yes, you sit. Hey, I did the work. Now what? Well, there's another project. We could improve the house. We could tear down some computers. We could ship out some computers. I could write another book. I could set up a, a, a subsidiary. I got other plans and other stuff, but then you just sit and you're like, after you do it long enough, you work, you produce, you got the, or just entrepreneurship, the bug, oh, the bug you get when you, um, you, you work on a project, working, 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 and then it, then it's done and it'd be in a book or another you know, website or an LLC or whatever and you find, ah, let's plug that fucker in. Let's fire that engine up and it fires off. You're like, yeah. And then it's gone. And then your victory is gone. What do we do tonight, brain? I can see where people get. Oh, I can see why the rich people go with the drugs. I can totally see it. Because it's just like, oh, now what? Oh, do you want to work on this? Do you want to work on that? Might as well. Then you get back. Do you want to watch TV? I guess. I guess. Well, look at what hijinks Magnum got himself into now. I wonder if TC will come in and raise him. I wonder if he ain't got the gas money. <sighs> and so, uh, yeah, if anybody's got the, I don't think, I don't think anyone's got the solution. There's so few people that make it and then get to this abyss. Everybody, I think, blinks. I think they all blink and they go with drugs. I think they all like, they, they do drugs or booze. Or they had kids, you know, that's another thing. But then I see everyone, that's what they do. All the kids do is distract you. That's all they do. They're a big, fun, lovable distraction from life. Where you, the kids are then moved out, and then you're like, who am I married to? Oh, shit. How big is our house? Why do we have all this shit? No, let's move. Let's go. Oh, okay. Tickety-tock, tickety-tock. What do we do with our lives now? The kids keep you distracted from that. You're like, oh, shit, go. Every time I visit the mother of the nieces, beleaguered, drawn, tired, <laughs> just this exasperated face. I'm like, and then I get a little joy on it. I'm like, it's not me. I'm not feeling like that. Man, you feel like that without getting hammered the night before. Holy cow. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> Let me take them off your hands. All right, come on. We'll we'll go play soccer. We'll go play ball. (laughs) 
But they're in that. They're there. They're on. They don't know what's. Oh my god! I got to do it. Because if they don't, the ship sinks. So there's this constant low-level panic. Always this background panic. If you're a parent, and they, and that that distracts you. Like you don't have time to think. Why am I mopping up the milk from the kitchen table? Why? Do we have to go to Walmart? Why? There's none of the why. It's just, how do they sleep? Gurgle, 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 gurgle. Do it all over again, brain. All over again. And so, yes. And so now I guess I guess we do it. I guess we're here again, guys, because what else are we going to do, brain? Science, brain. What are we going to do? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Yell at the internet. And so we're going to have Good Morning Corona Chan. We're going to give you guys your daily dose of good news. I got to, what do I got to do? There's a, there's a short little book I got to write, an essay. And by short, I mean 50 to 100 pages. <sighs> Which that daunting task. Well, what else are you going to do? I can lift the weights. And take out the recycling. Oh, boy. Isn't that fun, kids? This is what your life is, is when you make it. And then uh, maybe I'll fire the motorcycle up. That's what I really need. I'll tell you this. I'll give you one thing, then we'll get on with the show. What I found is adventure. Adventure does it. A lot of you say hobbies. and all. Yes, and hobbies are included, in it, but, but adventure is a hobby. I can't wait to be out west permanently. Because then I'll have a lot to sink my teeth. I'm going to get into metal detecting. I'm going to get myself a metal detector and go find oh, uh, Jesse James Lost Silver. I'm going to find a lot of stuff and just find trinkets and knickknacks belt buckles what else they find bullets i'm gonna find a lot of that stuff i'm gonna be out there hiking and searching and i'll find stuff i'll find something really cool and amazing and then people then people will be looking at the test huh well shut up the 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 stinky fart show is on hey forward slash hashtag stinky fart joke show rules ha 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 Gonna look at the 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 only only fans. I've been corrected. Thank you, gentlemen <clears throat> or ladies. I only fans. It's not only friends or friends only. It's only fans. I'm gonna go on only fans and give girls money. <laughs> oh, more boobs. Oh, listen to some revolting cocks. Uh, and this is I was really into the hardcore uh, industrial metal back in the, my youth in the '90s in college. Oh, I moshed. I moshed. Drew blood. Got gashed in the face one time. And, um, good old times. And I was listening to this music. I'm like, wow, I remember this music. This is great. Like, you, go, you could run, work out to it, dance, mosh, give you a lot of energy. Like, And back in the day, I was like, oh, yeah, I had all these dreams. Like, oh, I can't wait for life. And now it's just like, oh, yeah, that song. Oh, yeah. Do you think I'm sexy? They did a remake of Rod Stewart's Do You Think I'm Sexy? It's great. They throw in an organ. Because Rod Stewart sucks. He doesn't really suck. He's a good musician. I just don't like his music. Um, <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Let's get on the super chest before we get on with the show so I don't fall too far behind. Thomas Conservative, no weekends, just ends. Yeah! Woo! That's a good one, Tom. Hang on, I'm going to type that one down. 
Boy, it it is it is that right. You just you just look forward to sleep. No weekends, just ends. That's it, man. You 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 get through the day. It's like oh, I'll go to bed. I would kill to be as excited as I was when I got a new Atari twenty six hundred game. <laughs> just like whoa. It's a picture Elkin sent us. I think his folks got him the GI Joe Super Carrier. If you guys know, G.I. Joe was a cartoon. It was about a bunch of G.I. Well, not a bunch of G.I., some specially trained operatives, and everybody had their own special weapons and power. You know, one guy was a ninja. And then there was Cobra, and they had their own. We weren't finding the commies. It was just Cobra. For whatever reason, the G.I. Joe could never kill him. Like, hey, let's just let some nuclear weapons on these assholes and be done with it. But <clears throat> otherwise, you wouldn't have a show. And so everyone would have the right. G.I. Joe would have a ninja guy. Then Cobra had a ninja guy. And um, and the, the action figures was real good. Well, then if you were lucky, you got the super carrier. And Chad Alkin showed me a picture of him back in Lord knows, 85, 86. And he's got the super carrier. The box is as big as Chad. And the smile on his face, I don't think it was because, oh, I got a really expensive toy. It was like, <gasps> now you look at it, oh, super carrier. We're going to play, what, we going to imagine we're going to play G.I. Joe? Are we going to attack Cobra? I'll tell you what I do want for my childhood. It was never delivered. I want my own damn Veritech fighter, at least a cyclone. Give me a fucking cyclone. I'll go have fun then. That would be a month of fun. As long as we got enough protoculture cells. Oh, that'd be as close to Iron Man as we can get, I get. <clears throat> the Shah, 2000. Was he not overthrown in Iran? Uh, just got off a security shift. Yeah. Had a homeless man point a pistol at me on patrol today. Any crazy security stories, Captain? No. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I got crazy ones, but um, nothing like that. Um, I'm sorry, dude. That sucks. I uh, Let me see. I've said it before, me. I'll, I'll go through a couple of them. One was when we found a uh, naked stripper in a snowbank, and um, she was high on something and passed out. It could be drugs, could be booze, we don't know. But there was a naked woman in a snowbank at the U of M campus, and you could tell because it just snowed that night. She had wandered away naked out of the frat house, and you saw her you know, meandering footprints ended up in the snowbank. And so it wasn't, you didn't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure that one out. Um, Back in the day, the cops were a little bit more even killed. Like, oh, they knew, I don't know if you knew this, there's a little bit of a drug culture in the stripper world. And it wasn't necessarily the frat guys that fed her booze or, or whatever. She could have done it on her own. There was the time that I uh, white knighted, not knowing I was white knighting, where someone claimed they had just been, she was careful with her words, not rape, but sexually assaulted. And so I tracked the guy down, but I was off, off duty and I had to bluff because it ended up being an entire, I won't say what, but an entire college sports ball team that was visiting and playing against the Gophers. And then I was like, oh shit, look at all these big guys in my twiggy then buck 20 pound ass. And so, uh, <clears throat> again, when the cop responded, I thought, like, dude, this guy's a – I believed her. I believed – and then, you know, what? Well, why wouldn't I? I? You know, back then there was – yeah, why, why would anybody come up with such a lie? 
And uh, in hindsight, I look at it now. It's like, oh, no, she was doing that for attention because there was other behavior she was doing that was weird. She didn't go to the cops. And then and that dude was completely surprised. You could see dread in his face. And then the cop came in. Don't worry. We're going to take care of this. Just relax. Because I think the old cop knew he was experienced. Oh, yeah. Girls lie about rape. It happened back then. It happens now. It's just coming to light. <clears throat> so that was one that uh, I thought was like, wow, I'm kind of a hero. You know, every guy wants to be a hero. Look at me. I got I got the bad guy. And now in hindsight, I'm like, did I? Or did I just really scare the piss out of an otherwise innocent man? And so, um, so that was kind of interesting. What else? Almost died. We we're having a snowball fight up on Moose Towers. Atham looked that up. And when you're on top of the it's an 18-story high building, I think it's still the tallest camp building on campus. And so we're jumping over like, uh, what's it called? The air conditioning units, whatever else is on the roof of big tall buildings. And I was about to jump over this ledge until I saw that the ledge went, like I was running full bore to get the guy on the other side. And um, all of a sudden I saw, and to kind of slide down so I wouldn't go over. Um, so that was not fun. Uh, oh, the cows that got out of the barn at St. Paul campus. That was fun. Somebody had the St. Paul has an agricultural department. So a lot of, uh, agronomy and, uh, botany and things like that. And, and, and at farm science, I think it's called all legit stuff. A lot of science goes into raising livestock and farming technology. And they had cows. There was a barn full of cows and someone left the Lock undone, and the cows got out of the barn, and you could hear over the radio the cows mooing, and they ended up having to get a guy who was from Wisconsin who was born on a farm because no one knew how to herd cows. And so they got the cows back in the barn. Um, yeah, it was I – didn't, I, didn't I didn't have a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, a couple girls would visit me on security shift many years ago, get a little nookie. Um, like, you know, yeah, I never had anyone pull a pistol on me. Never, never. Most of the security I've done is unarmed, by the way. That's that's most security. You're just supposed to look and then get the fuck out of the way. Let the cops handle it. But I'm sorry that ha I'm kind of curious where you're living. Then you had a, a home. How homeless are you if you could afford a pistol? Pistols aren't cheap. Adriano Ramos for two Australian dollars. Is your house made from bricks, wood or cow dung? <laughs> it's a legit question. Out in South Dakota, they had uh, sod huts out in South Dakota. It'll probably be from wood, I'd imagine. Maybe with a brick fascia. Dane Lucerno for 20 bucks. Thanks, Dane. Uh, all my crews are so bored at home, they asked me to submit a work request for sun Saturday and Sunday to work. Also never seen a group of guys so unmotivated to leave work on a Friday. Yeah! <clears throat> Beckloff said it best. There's only one thing worse than having a job, and that's not having a job. For most of humanity... And for most humans today, the, the, the real threat was not enough food. The, we could not generate enough calories of energy efficiently to get to the point that we wouldn't starve. Okay, That's been most of humans' battles. Now with technology, capitalism, uh, again, going back to agricultural technology, rotating crops, things like that. Um, <clears throat> what is it? Borlog. Um, uh, Resistant wheat and all the now we've made food borderline free, and now it's kind of like oh well, if you work hard, if you save your money, that's the key thing. If you don't piss your money away on materialism, if you're a minimalist, 
and you go back to like the olden days and living like that, uh, all of a sudden you realize, wow, we don't have to do jack shit. So the entire existence of humanity has been work, 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 work. I've explained this before. It's like to get out of poverty, to get <clears throat> to stability, to get to where you have income. It's just been this nonstop minigun I've been fired. Just for decades, decades. And then all of a sudden you run out of ammo. One bull, I mean, but we're talking decades of gun never under his taking down trees, taking down forests, taking down enemies. And then you just click, 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 click. You're like, no trees, dead bodies, smoke clearing. You're like, oh, you won now. Won what? Well, you, you don't have to fire the gun no more. You're, you're done. You're done. Well, what do I do? I don't know. But you don't have to fire that gun anymore. And then you're like, you're walking around like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> Family guy did a skit with Wiley Coyote where he finally catches the roadrunner. He just breaks his neck. I don't know what he just like, fuck this shit. Just grab, breaks his neck. And then uh, Wiley Coyote has another coyote. He says, geez, you finally catch that roadrunner. You've been chasing after what, 50 years? What are you going to do now? And then it slowly slowly shows Wiley Coyote, like, hitting the bottle, getting drunk, getting in fights. Then he puts a bullet in his head. It's true. It's true. Right? Now, far be it from me, ladies and gentlemen, to recommend a solution. But if women want to lose some weight and get with the hanky-panky, men, you want to do that too. And none of this power-walking bullshit I see outside. I like, like, for luck, I read it on Woman's Daily. Walking is really good for me. Yeah, I guess it's good for your heart. doesn't do shit for your shape. If you're really, just, just saying, if you're looking for something to do, guys, go and hit the treadmill. Go get some exercise. Yeah, there's nothing. That's that's and that's the paradox. There's nothing. And you'd like to think, perhaps this is the rub or the nub of the problem. You think, oh, I'd go have fun. Oh, I could go back to being four. Remember when you were four? No school. Near full capabilities of a little child. None of the responsibility of school. No financial responsibility. Oh, we want to get back to being four. But that presupposed you had some fun kids in the neighborhood to play with. Now, as an adult, you go, what? Well, one, you can't hang out. Ugh, social distancing, six feet. Okay, even then, like, hey, maybe we could get some, like, dinner plans. Oh, God, no, Jesus, I'll get the virus. I've told, I've reported to you guys in this field before. You don't need, there doesn't have to be a virus for people. I'm tired. We're going to stay in. Just like baby boomer bosses gave you steep learning curve, don't have time to hold your hand, hit the ground running. Um, ad hoc duties, right? Just as they told you, your friends, oh, like Judas or Thomas, you will betray me. And they will not betray you. They just get old. They lose the inspiration for life. So now that you have all the time in the way, hey, do you guys want to want to do it? Come on, play, go do, jump. Oh, no. Oh, no. And that's the real hard problem. Because then you just got to become you. And this is why my buddy, it's not a shock that most of his hobbies are a one-man hobby that can be done by one man. Computer repair, auto repair, tinkering. It's all it's just that's what you're gonna do. He has another buddy come over, they you know, have a beer or two, and they just 
work on shit. Finally figured it out. I'm like, oh, yeah, we get scrap parts. We get scrap money. I'm like, how much? Ah, $2 a pound. I'm like, so what? You make it 30 cents an hour? It's not about the money. It's about just having him and his buddy hang out. <clears throat> but, yeah, it, it's good luck. Good luck finding people. The irony is you see all these people around you. You might as well be in the Matrix. They're all programs. Hi, do you want to be friends and play? Huh? Never. Not only would you scare them away, you'll find out most people you don't want to be friends with anyway. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's go watch some TV. How about you lose a couple pounds and we go fuck? Just an idea. More exercise that way. More fun. Hey, how about you come over and we work on something to do with the car? No, let's watch TV. Watch a show. I like to watch a show. How about I'll just get drunk again? How about that? <laughs> yeah, Dane, I know. I hope I hope you guys are doing all right. Though. It's not just the blue colors that white call. Yeah, my buddy Atham for five bucks. I had two kids in my last caving trip. Kids are fun especially when they don't listen to their moms, but they listen to me. They know what's up. Yes. Yes. Kids know, man. And today with spineless fathers and well, mothers being moms, you know, they're, they're female. I've seen so many moms trying to negotiate with their two-year-old child. It's like, it is a two-year-old child. Don't try and explain reason and morality to it. Spank it and tell it not to do it again. I've told many times before. We're not going until you kids are dressed. You're getting dressed in like two minutes. You're not fucking around. I use curse language. And when we go there, <clears throat> what are you going to do? Behave. They, kids, I don't know if it's crave. It was a, kids crave fathership. They crave discipline. It's like, I don't care if they crave it or not. Do what I fucking say. Otherwise, the fun shit ain't happening with Uncle Aaron. And kids do know. And then when they, they, now what they do, they respect you. And they're like, oh, this guy knows what's up. We can't get one past him. Maybe they view it as kind of a challenge or a fun game. Then they want to go. Then they want to do. Boy, man, it takes what? Three calories of energy to spank a child severely? How many kilocalories, mega calories, um, <clears throat> like megaton, what's, what's the word? Giga. How many gigacalories does it take over the course of your life to constantly negotiate and beg and plead with your child to do the right thing as opposed to three calories of energy, spanking it till it limps and it walks around funny for a couple days, but then it never messes with you again and it does exactly what you tell it to do. I, I've seen it. I've seen it. You not have to spank it till it limps. I know somebody who does a great job raising her daughter. That kid is the most amazingly well-behaved and because got spanked once, it was early. Boom, done. Does exactly what the mother says. Yeah, men come in there. And that's the good thing about not being a parent. Like, you kind of got that cool effect. You're like, hey, do what I say, kid. You want to do some fun stuff? Okay. I got my adult card. I can override. Yeah, we could do it. That, that way. That way, if they find out you're doing something you really want to do, I want to do too, but you don't get in trouble because they can't yell at me. Oh, they might yell at me, but it ain't going to hurt you. You'll be fine. I'll give you, I give you plausible deniability. That's what other adults give the other kids of children that aren't theirs. 
You get that, and they don't know the word plausible deniability, but they intuitively understand. Well, if I do it with another adult, my parents are going to yell at me because I was told by someone older to to do this. Someone that the family trusts. That's why uncle's kind of like, what? I took, what? We went pole vaulting. What? Why? I took him on his speedboat. What? I threw him in the back of the truck. We drove around a pile. What? It's not his fault. It's my, oh, I won't do that again. No, we won't do that again. Right, right. He's like, dude, we got away with it. Like, yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, how fun is that to have Uncle Atham? Hey, let's go caving, kid. That'd be fun. Oh, boy, Uncle Atham coming over with the caving. Juan, oh, the Latino in the sky. For $1.99, San Francisco bans reusable bags, brings back plastic bags. Did they? Did they? <laughs> if I was a plastic bag, so I'd be like, no, no, fuck you. No, no. Uh, Miguel Angel Casillas, our third Latino angel in this guy. What's your thoughts on gold confiscation, hyperinflation? I don't think they're going to confiscate gold. Nothing's backed up by gold anymore. Uh, they might confiscate it to like give the if financial times get really bad. They might go confiscate to say, oh, yeah, we're going to use this to back up our currency so people stop shedding the dollar. But that's way off in the distance. On uh, hyperinflation, I don't think there's going to be hyperinflation, but there will be significant inflation. And I've said it before, because it's happened in the past, you'll see inflation in things that people borrow money for. It will be housing. It'll be real estate. It'll be rents. It'll be tuition. It'll be healthcare costs. It will be the stock market slash retirement planning. Uh, all you people complaining about the low interest rates you get on your bonds or your savings, that's going to be because the, the banking system is going to be a washing cash. And going to say, geez, there's not enough demand to borrow the money that we have sitting here on our reserves because, well, we tax the ever-living fuck out of businesses and corporations and over-regulate them. So no one's going to borrow money to start a factory to employ people. So there's no demand. So about the only thing people are going to borrow that money for are corporations do buybacks of their stock, not invest in new facilities, buybacks, which employs no one, by the way, communists. Uh and homes. Oh, I got to live in a home. Look at low interest rates. Dude, we could borrow 450000 for my three-bedroom whatever house. Dude, why is rent so expensive? And there you go. It's already happened. The Shaw for two bucks. Seattle Metro. Happy security is recession-proof. You know what I'd be worried more about in Seattle? It's not a bum with a gun. I'd be more worried about the disease. I'd be more worried about tuberculosis. If I was you and I was in Seattle, I'd be getting like, what, the hepatitis shot, the tuberculosis shot, uh, whatever, whatever other disease that uh, Seattle and Portland happen to have. Princess Unicorn for $1.99. We're going to have hyperinflation this year. Nah, I don't think so. I mean, we could. I don't know. There's no way to know for sure. Um, It takes, uh, takes some time for the economy. Uh, the money to flow through the economy and find where it rests or it nests. Let me see. Usually a, a month or two delayed. Let me look at the velocity of money. That will tell us how quickly we might see it. Velocity of money, Fred database. I'm kind of curious if this has changed. <clears throat> velocity of M1 money. Did this drop like a rock recently? Uh, what's the date? 
Yeah, it's still they're still only in quarter four 2019. Need to see if they got for V2 or M2. Sorry. Yeah, they're only on the fourth quarter. Yeah, we'll give it give it another quarter, and we'll see really interestingly what's happened to the velocity of money. Maybe someone's already done some pre-research into it using some other uh, statistics. There's a girl. Somebody let these girls in all the time. Always with the girls. You boys let the girls in. All right. Um, let me see here. Where do we go? Let's start what I'm thankful for, huh? I am thankful that I will never have to participate in what I've called the handoff. And I saw this happen again uh, because the apartment building I live in is very interesting. It feels a little bit like uh, not Rose's place. This was not a sequel, but the follow-up show to 90210. It was a drama 20-something show. Oh, what the hell was it? It was... They lived in some place in California, and it was that was the name of the show was the street they lived. Melrose Place, thank you. Melrose Place. Watched one episode because we we're told to, you know, like, oh, okay. And mom's like, what do you I think this is the dumbest thing I ever saw? Um <clears throat> where the hell was I going with this? <laughs> Melrose Place. Ah, forget it, doesn't matter. Oh, that's what the apartment I live in is kind of like Melrose Place. There's a lot of younger people here, except not as pretty. But then there's some a lot of divorcees, a lot like and old ones, too. There's some boomer divorcees. There's some extra older, extra like me divorcees. There's some young divorcees. And so it's just an interesting potpourri, like when they have every every apartment now has to have like community things and like, oh, we're doing this. We're doing that's all right. I, I put. I don't know. The millennials make their own friends. Can you go out? Does it have to be scripted? So it's fine. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> but in the morning, especially if it's cold and uh, I'm awake, what I'll do is I'll go walk the inside of the building and get stairs and do the loops. And it was like 5.55 a.m., still dark out. And I'm walking and just listening to my headphones. And I see up ahead of me, Two little girls, like like two and four, and their dad. And I know, like, even though we're in a secured building, this guy doesn't know who I am. I don't, and on top of it, there's the disease. I don't want to get anywhere near close to this dad's little girls. I want, you know, him not even to worry about it. Like, so, but then the little girls are fucking around because he's not a real dad. He didn't raise his kid. He didn't spake him. They're messing around. They're, they're, obviously, he's going somewhere. He has to be somewhere. And they're just being kids. Like, And kids will do – they will find nothing to waste time on. If, if it was like, wow, look, there was a frog. Let's say for whatever reason there was a frog in the hallway – Okay, now I understand why you're fucking around. There's a frog. That's interesting to you. Otherwise, they will find nothing to fuck around over. Like, literally looking around, looking at the carpet. I'm like, my God, man, will you please move your children forward so I don't have to seem like a creep. I don't have to worry you out. I can continue on my walk. You get going. Not even looking back. And the four-year-old kind of is the arbiter between the two kind of like, Hey, little sis, you keeping up or what? Looking at dad. 
there's got to be at least 30 yards between the dad and the little one. And I'm like stuck because the side thing, the kid doesn't even know I'm behind her. So finally we make it to a corner. It opens up ahead of him. I'm still bottlenecked in the, in the, in the thing. And the little kid turns around and sees me. Oh shit. Big male. That isn't my dad. Sure enough. Then she goes and fills up the, the line with her, her sister and her dad. <clears throat> dad turns out like, come on. So they go down the stairs. I go straight, but now that we're in the open area, I can see what's happening. It's the handoff. And there's their mom. And the little kids run to mom, mommy, 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 which told me everything I need to know because I am fucking Sherlock Holmes in my observational skills. Why would they be jumping up, mommy, 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 mommy? It's because they're divorced. Because they haven't seen their mom in two weeks or a week or whatever it is. And then I kind of also noticed, oh, yeah, they got their backpacks. It was a weekend. There's no school. They're not going anywhere. And you could just see, like, then I kind of, like, you know, looked a little bit. And you could see the behavior of the dad. Where it's like, oh, yeah, he's he's beleaguered. He's defeated. And there's the mom, you know, kind of. Not angry looking, but also I think it was just so early in the morning. Everyone was kind of tired. And I've seen it before, the handoff. Because, like, you so piss poorly managed your, your choice of mate that you bred with the wrong person, and now you get to do the handoff. And this is one of the better handoffs because the handoffs I came up with the term is usually I'd see it out in public in, in places that aren't home. And I, I'm no child psychologist. And child psychology, psychology in general isn't a real fucking thing anyway, so – for whatever it's worth. I'd imagine doing handoffs in Walmart parking lots where I've seen it happen before. Handoffs at gas stations. Handoffs here, handoffs there. And I was like, man, that's got to suck to be handed off. Because I was, I was handed off. You know, here's your father. But if I recall correctly, we'd always go to somebody's house. I think that was, we'd, we'd do the courtesy to do that. <clears throat> but, oh, I got to come this way. You got to come that way. And I don't know if it's necessarily the location or even the handoff as much as it was. Look, oh, okay, you guys fucked up. Now you got to hand off your children. It's the handoff. So I witnessed another handoff. And, you know, just, just kind of like then you're walking around thinking about it. Like, did the kids know? I mean, did I know? It's not the kids are resilient. They don't know. You know, they don't realize the damage not having a nuclear family has. Not having one fucking place to live. Constantly going back and forth. And by the way, all you social workers and child psychologists, just, oh, I can't say it. <laughs> I want to. Um, why don't you go to the bag of dick store with coronavirus and go eat some? Don't say you know better. Don't you dare fucking say that divorce and broken homes is good. Don't you dare fucking say that the handoffs are fine. So I saw, And I've seen that happen in my apartment building several times. And it was, I think I've seen this guy hand it off again, but there was another one because they weren't two little girls. One was a little boy and the other was a little girl. So I know, but I saw, I witnessed a handoff as well. And that was the other thing is the kids were excited to see. I think it was daddy. No, dad lived here and mom was picking him up again. But that, then I did, I saw one in the parking lot too, where the dad was just standing by the, by the, um, the car I wasn't getting in. I'm like, well, when is that guy going to get in? And then he waved by to the kids. I'm like, oh, it's the handoff. So I'm thankful I don't have the handoff. I think, I'm thankful I'm not ruining kids' lives. 
I'm thankful I'm not abusing children, however unintentionally it may have been. I'm thankful I don't have to do it. I'm thankful. I, I'm just like, God, I don't have to give my kid away. And I got some great friends. They got to do the handoff. I was just talking to a buddy of mine. God bless him. Uh, looks like the wife doesn't want to raise the kids no more. Now he's got full possession. Oh, of course, she didn't give up the childhood, uh, child support. She still wants her gimme dads. But it, and so that's, I mean, I guess maybe that's the best outcome where, you know, it's like, good. The kid gets one place, gets to be with the father, gets to be, you know, in a, in a good home. But it just shows you, oh, you, it really is just about the fucking money for a lot of you gals out there, isn't it? But I, hey, guys, be thankful. We don't ever have to do the handoff, okay? The, the, there's the 1099 superior race. There's the essential employee superior race. And there's the vasectomy superior race or the tubes tied tubal litigation superior race. We ain't got to worry about that. I don't hand my child off to someone who was supposed to be with me till death do me part uh, to raise the, oh, here it is, like a relay race. And I, oh, and that relay is handed off real well, and Bobby's running really fast. Hand off in football. He's at the 20. He's at the 30. He's at the 40. At the half line. Running with the kid. It's just a football, right? Little political divorce football. Oh, so that's what I'm thankful for. Uh, we'll do a little bit of sponsors. James DePrisco, The Catholic Red Pill. <clears throat> if you guys are looking for some books to read, um, and you have a but I know most of you are a pretty red pill. You don't need me or a red pill book. But if you're Catholic and you're male, you know, you're kind of figuring out how do the two worlds of a secular concept like the red pill cross over into the religious world of Catholicism, get the Catholic Red Pill. You can find that on Amazon.com. And it has Mary Jo dressed as a sexy little housewife. The new form of porn. Hey, any of you girls out there, you're like, oh, my God, I got laid off. What should I do? Go to your grandma. Find some of her old dresses. Put on some fucking heels, maybe a pearl necklace, and then bake a batch of cookies and just pose like that. You know, do yourself up and pose like that. Um, friends only account. Okay? And then you can, uh, and then that's the real porn that will sell. Oh, my God. She looks like she's nice and supportive. Look, the race for porn, like how much more depraved can it get? What has not been done? What hole hasn't had what not shoved up in it? I think we're out of ideas. We've done every possible permutation of every depraved sexual act ever. It's all out and you can get it for free. You girls looking for a little diversification? You know, maybe dress like a 1950s housewife. But that would be degrading. Oh, the irony. The irony of how many of you women would think that's degrading, but hey, I'll shove a carrot up my ass. <laughs> what? Bake cookies for a man? That's 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 degrading, but I'm going to run around with my shirt off and say slut walk with, with fucking piercings in my eye. Oh, that's, there's, there's class. There's, there's the epitome of success. Oh, God. Anyway, so uh, consider getting that, the Catholic Red Pill. Also, by Vince Barrick, How Not to Become a Millennial. Very important book. And some other books of mine here. Love Letters to the Left, The Best of Capitalism, my blog from 2016 to 2018. A Black Man's Guy Out of Poverty. Again, not just for black men, anybody. Um, I wouldn't say it's the white man's guy out of poverty. It is tailored, uh, obviously, to black men. 
Latinos a little bit of overlap there because it's the same problems. Oh, damn, I fucked a chick without a condom at 14, and now she's having the kid. Don't do that. That would be, that's like a chapter in here, but, you know, if you want the quick and dirty version, uh, don't do that. Don't have baby mamas. There, is that, can we, can we agree on that? Don't have baby mamas. There's the advice. You know, if you wanted a, a sentence and it has the most weight and value out of all my books, by the way, for any man out there, you don't have to be black. Don't get a baby mama. See, now if you avoid that, think of all your friends that got baby mamas. Think about your mom who might have been a baby mama and the fun times you had growing up under that household. Let's just say, what if the world got rid of baby mamas? What if we just, you know, all got vasectomies? Uh, we made a donation to the sperm bank in case you want to have some little ones running around later, or you can have them extracted. We all got vasectomies, and we ended, you know, like everyone gets vaccinated against uh, polio. <clears throat> oh, what else? Tuberculosis, tetanus. We all get the tetanus shot. You all go in there along with the polio and the tetanus shot and everything else. You get yourself a vasectomy at 18, and the scourge of baby mamas and baby daddies, uh, daddies go away. Childhood poverty ends. What happened? A world-famous economist had the balls to say, stop having kids you can't afford. Of which he was roundly criticized of being sexist and racist and homophobic and, and, and ist-ist and, and ageist and, and this-ist and thatism. But magically, he ended black poverty in one generation. People are confused as to whether to put a statue of him up on uh, Martin Luther King Memorial Boulevard in every major city or to, to kill him because he took away all of the employment of the make work government, social work, child psychology, public school babysitting industry. <clears throat> Hero or hellion, you decide. So anyway, there's that book there. Reconnaissance Man. Okay, this is a good book to read. This is actually an ideal book to read while you guys are sitting on your asses. You can't do anything. That tells you where to go, what states to visit, to find out where you might want to apply for a job and, and live. And you think, well, that's kind of why would I? You don't understand. If you can avoid like just one move, like you buy a house, you got to pay rent, uh, a realtor's fees. And let's say you buy in California because you're an idiot. Well, now you you literally, that this book right here can save you around $100,000 in lost real estate value as well as realtor's fees over the course of your life. So you got that there. The Pens Principle, not my book, a little short book by Randy Bentwick, How Not to Get Me Too'd, How Not to End Up in Jail. There's a story in here about two guys that got falsely accused of rape back in the 80s, and then it turned out she was lying. 30 years these guys were in jail, guys. 30 fucking years. Do you think that's worth, I don't know, $8.95, whatever that book is? Batch of Pad Economics, get that book because, well, it's my book and it's my flagship book and it'll help you out. Worthless young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. Enjoy the decline. This might be a good one while you're all cooped up as well. And then Curse of the High IQ. This is for all you people who are tuning in because you're smarter than the average bear. Now, how do I rearrange these so they don't fall over like an upside-down pyramid? Small ones up top, big ones at the bottom, just like women, because you can't fuck big chicks on top because it hurts. How'd he die? Crushed pelvis.
David Barnett. Oh, businessbuyeradvantage.com. He has a seminar coming up. If you guys want to sign up for that, please do. I'm putting the link in there before. Use the password Clary, C-L-A-R-E-Y, not Cleary as Rich Cooper spells it. Oh, Rich Cooper's misspelling your name. I'm like, it's all right. I'm sure, sure he has no ill will towards me. Oh, Better Bachelor. Visit our buddy Better Bachelor on YouTube if you're looking for some other uh, podcasts to listen to, as well as thegoddamnbacon.com, Silvio Canto's Canto Talk, C-A-N-T-O, 405media.com, safetyphd.com with our friend Dr. David Perodin, TJ Martinell, The Masculine Geeks. Um, I got a list of them on my blog where you just go and tune into them, just click on the links, and you can enjoy some other podcasts there. Been doing less of that red pill stuff and more, not masculine geek, world-class bullshitters trying to get more um, geekery in video games. Though I have, again, Turd Flingy Monkey is is a good show, minus the macabre and weird and surreal uh, discussion of uh, female robots, where I'm kind of like, okay, you lost me now. But his economics and his, he's just so pessimistic. He's more pessimistic than me. It's like, wow, it's someone more miserable than I am. So they can check out all those guys there. Uh, AlaskaChaga.us. Go to AlaskaChaga.us to get your substitute for coffee. If you still need your caffeinated hit in the morning, but it's starting to throw your system for a loop because you're an old fuck like me, try Chaga tea. Chaga is a mushroom that they dry out and ground up. And it has some uh, uh, of the same properties of coffee, just a little bit less caffeine. But then also, as all teas do, they cure cancer. Uh, they say, they say, dot, they say it cures cancer. So my God, yes, go get the tea. <laughs> what tea is not healthy? It has antioxidants. <clears throat> right. Well, does it? They say green tea, they say, they say green tea lowers your cholesterol. I've been drinking green tea and it doesn't seem to do jack fuck all shit for me. Uh, and then also I'm going to put in the chat room a link to my buddy who sells used computers on the cheap. All right. It's, uh, he tried to sell some. The laptops he can still get out for about anywhere between 150 to 200. The desktops there, you're looking at $65 in delivery fees. If you don't give him shit, okay, here's he's a very busy man. If you don't ask him a billion questions, like, I just need a computer with Windows 10. It doesn't come with Office. I'll install it myself. I know I don't. If, you're, if you are an adult and you know that, like, you just need a computer because you're the one went on the fritz and you know how to install Office Libre instead of Microsoft uh, Office, um, you know how to hook it up to your – but if you're like, well, I, I think I need a computer because I want to play games. And you find out the graphics card doesn't work. You don't even know what a graphics card is. These aren't the computers for you. These are computers for old people whose computers shat the bed. And now you just need a cheap computer to do social media and word processing and do the internets. Okay. That's these low, these are low level laptops. If you know a little about computers, if you know a little bit more about computers, you know, I need this much RAM. He can, he can put the RAM in. But you got to be at his level. And no, you can't get your money back. No, the one sales are final, and he doesn't do support. Oh, like I can't get it to work. Too bad. So, if you want to buy that, computers are now posted <clears throat> in the discussion room. 
just going to keep up on the super chats here, make sure I don't get too far behind. Hyperinflation, talking about that. We're good to go. I'll get just close in on Rusty Shackle for now. Oh, and then finally, if you'd like to help out the show, but beyond, beyond the uh, very kind donations you guys have done through the super chats, uh, you can go to olderbrother.com slash donate, where you have three options to help out the captain, only one of which I really endorse, one and a half. <clears throat> the first one, which I do not endorse, is my PayPal link, which you will find on that site, olderbrother.com slash donate. When you donate to me on PayPal, you get nothing in return. Some people still do because they have PayPal and they want to toss you a couple bucks. That's great. Uh, and thank you for that. The other way, uh, another way you could do it is through my Patreon uh, thing link, which you also find at olderbrother.com slash donate. If you become a patron at the dollar per month level, that's the lowest level I think they got. You get access to all the stuff I've put behind the paywall, which includes some articles I've written that aren't public. Uh, pinups of Mary Joe. My flagship post I've written that I think is the most important post I've ever written in my life called Sanity is the Future of Wealth. Uh, and then some um, uh, podcasts I do when I'm out hiking called the Road Trip Podcast. So I record it on my phone. The audio quality isn't as nice as this, but it's still something to listen to. So you have that there. And so you get some, get some. Uh, and maybe for you guys, it's worth a dollar a month or, you know, $24 of the course of two years because you forgot to like cancel your subscription. Because right, I'll just donate a couple times and then I'll be done. You're like, oh shit, I forgot. It's only a dollar a month. Ah, it's not worth logging in. Beckloff pointed out, he says, you know, if you, if everyone donated a dollar, he'd be making like $3,000 a month to people who listen to him. And then he could just work full time doing that instead of work at the box factory. Um, and then I go, where was I? I went and I looked up some conserva thought online. <laughs> Make it 12 grand a month. <laughs> 12 fucking grand a month. And she's just she's just helping out conservatism with titties. <laughs> oh, so you can do that. And then finally, the third way, again, olderbrother.com slash donate. There's my Amazon link. And I think you guys all know how that works. If you click on that, Amazon knows that you came from my site. And then I get a, a, a commission and a cut. I make 6 to 7% off of all your purchases. You don't make anything more. So if you get into the good habit of going there first, you don't shop on your phone. Don't go to your phone. No, not the app. No, like an old fart. You go on the computer. You click at olderbrother.com slash donate. You click on the Amazon banner. Then you go buy it. And that doesn't cost you anything more. So that's the way to do that there. That is it. Where the hell did it go? There we go. for the sponsors rusty shackleford for five bucks i've been waiting years for you to do a clary test on oprah just follow your heart and have a beer i i think i already did i'm pretty sure i did why don't you look her up search clary test oprah on youtube you should find it normally i charged extra i've done that before people want me to do the clary test on somebody i've already done a clary test for if i'm like yeah, i could use 25 bucks i'm like okay 25 okay here you go because i'm a dick i'm an asshole oh by the way it's the 6th of April. Asshole Consulting is back. Asshole Consulting is back from vacation. And that went by way quicker than I thought it was. All of a sudden I look like, what? Fuck. All right. So Asshole Consulting is back up. I've edited the website to remove. The prices have been tripled, you douchebag cocksucking motherfucking pieces of shit. 
which I didn't say that. I just said prices have been tripled because I'm on vacation. But uh, yeah, so Asshole Consulting is back. If you had any questions that are specific or particular or private, personal to you, you and we don't, they don't always have to be on the YouTubes. I do uh, email, private email, obviously. I do private videos and I do uh, Skype for an egregious fucking sum of money. I will talk to you for an egregious sum, $200 an hour with a $200 minimum. Uh, but anyway, Asshole Consulting is back. So if you've got a specific situation that you need my help, which trust me for 40, 50, 60 bucks to make sure you don't make a huge mistake that saves you a thousand, ten thousand, a hundred thousand dollars down the road. Yes. Yes. Wrote an article on my blog, Captain Capitalism at blogspot.com. And I had to really sit down and think this one through a little bit, but especially as younger and younger than the numbers I did calculating for how not to become a millennial. Um, there is no way I could recommend anybody get married now. I am 100% against marriage. Uh, there, Even if you were to have kids, no. There's there's no way. Um, and this has nothing to do with ethics or love. or now It's just like, no. The legal and financial risks are way too fucking high. Way too high. There is no godly reason to bring the government into your life between you and, and someone you know. So uh, go there and read that. It's it's more of an economics piece. Like, look, here's the risks. Are you nuts? And then I throw in a token amount. Like, and then on top of it, you've trained young women to hate men, to not need men, to not even consider men and be altruistic. Like, you know, there's a count. Like, I just can't go in. You go to the man store and like, give me my man. At the man store, you have to give him money. I talk about how the counterparty <clears throat> to any transaction or relationship, it has to be mutually beneficial. That person also must benefit if they transact or engage in a relationship. And there's not even a consideration of men and what they want at all. None at all. It's just men should like me, 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 and, and solipsism reigning supreme. And like, you're not. You know, what was the late, you know, what do you bring to the table? They says, I am a table. Oh, and, and how many likes that gal got? All right. Okay. And I saw that men are, and I, I kind of opened my eyes a little bit where I'm like, that's what men are doing. They're balking. They're they're punting. They're, they're not getting married, but, oh, we'll live together, but we ain't getting married. Or, oh, we, you can, you know, we'll, we'll uh. We'll do, but I'm not. I'm not hitting the gym. Well, maybe I'll go. I'll go ghost or I'll go neat. I'm not. I'm not going to commit that hard. To, no. I. What's the price of marriage? I got to do what now? Woo! That's a lot of video games and sleeping in and no risk and no heart attack. So that's what's ha the price is so high. Most men and and keep in mind, I have a very low opinion of everybody's uh, intelligence in this world. Even your average normie conformies and inferiors, they're doing the math intuitively in their head saying, no, no, we're not doing this. Uh, and probably hasn't helped the case for marriage, ladies, where now you've got two generations of men who've watched their dads get divorced, their older brothers get divorced, and their buddies get divorced. Like, fuck this. <laughs> who was it? Was it talking to Atham? Who was it? Was he saying, no, it wasn't. It was a different buddy. He's like, I met a really skinny, good-looking girl. She, she lost a lot of weight. My question is like, 
once she gets a guy, she could have put it back on. I'm like, well, it kind of depends. You know, some of them it's life changing and ends up becoming their passion in life. They've become a marathon runner or health is very, I think, wasn't it that, um, uh, oh, uh, she's a, she's an attractive lesbian woman. Uh, and she does workout videos. She's like a workout gal, like Christine Brinkley's workout. Uh, but she's even bigger and more popular and <clears throat> more famous. And she was overweight. I'm pretty sure she's overweight. But then she turned that into her passion. That was her career. That was her profession. So then it keeps it off. But I'm like, no, they always gain weight. They always, Once they feel, they gain weight. They just love the food more than you, sir. They always gain weight. So he's like, so the gal I can kind of do is going to get to the point I can't do. I'm like, yep, they they always, they always. Boys, they love the food more than they love you. Actually, there's an entire subchapter in it about it's more laziness. And uh, Vince kept this part because it's brilliant about how the the two strongest forces in, a, in anybody's life is love and laziness. And laziness is very key to survival. It was key to survival because you couldn't just expend all this energy run around fucking around because he had to go get the food. There wasn't enough calories of energy out there. Um, and so you had to be very judicious. So being lazy and conserving your precious calories of energy was a, was a vital strategy. It's very directly ingrained into your, your brain. That's why dogs eat until they puke. That's why dogs and cats lay around, have the dog's life. They just, uh, like, look at you, you pathetic thing. And they just look at you with one eyebrow like, am I pathetic? Who is the wiser between man and dog? You're the one that commutes and goes to work. I lie here in the sun on this nice comfy carpet you got me because I am a dog. Now leave me for I must slumber some more. <clears throat> that's that's how it is. Dogs are smarter than humans. Uh, but then there's love and women want love. Everyone And that genetic connection there is procreation. We want to pass on the genes. Well, now that food is more than abundant. Which which master do they serve? Which one? And I make the argument in the case for this book, How Not to Become a Millennial, which is a brilliant philosophical book that does not just apply to millennials and boomers. I make the case that if you look at obesity, both men and women, it's very painfully obvious which master they serve. Laziness. They're going to be lazy. They're going to pig out. They're going to get fat. They're not going to love nobody. Well, not nobody. Very few people love their spouse more than they love food. That's how simple it is. Or you could say very few people love their spouse. Their love for their spouse is stronger than their fear of starvation. That's another way to put it. And so, yes, guys, once they get you, and I've another, I won't go into the details. It's <clears throat> being used for another piece of work. I talked to a woman that I do trust and know, um, of which several I've been talking to to get uh, the. Um, it is amazing how much women lie to themselves. They even know they're lying to themselves, and then they say, "Yes, but we want to be lied to." I, that's the the short version of it. And they they would rather live in the lie than the truth. And the the lie is so the lie is ultimate. The lie is God. I found out for women, the false world they live in is more important than any real tangible production or progress. The majority, there's some women that live in <clears throat> reality. They're very few, but um, they can even know they're lying. Say, no, but I want to be lied to. It's like, but it's not real. No, but, but I want to keep believing and hoping. Okay, fine. 
Here's your lie. Give me your money. Yay! The Fifis! The Fifis are almighty! Uh, yeah, there's, there's no... I'm, I don't, I'd even say there's no arguing or trying or getting worked up about it. Not only is it a given that when you date a woman, you know, she, once you commit to a woman, it doesn't have to be marriage, you just commit to... They're going to gain weight. Because they are afraid of starvation or they love food, however you want to put it, more than they love you, more than they like you. That's what it boils down. And <clears throat> their addiction to the lie is stronger than anything. That's what that that's another that I don't know if we call it a sixth sense or what, but they they want they are so addicted to the lie. Their addiction is so unbreakable. They're gonna think that you're gonna love them for them. And you're not going to mind that they get fat. And they will only do the bare minimum amount to keep you around. That's, that's, that's what I have learned. So, yes, gentlemen. That's, uh, so I've been waiting for me to do a Oprah test on Clary, a, a Clary test on Oprah. What an Oprah test on Clary B. I don't care. <laughs> she mentioned my name. It'd be great. It'd be great. I'd be retired. Uh, but, yeah, take a look there, Rusty. It's probably... Out there, Dane for another twenty bucks. Twenty-four hour fitness is still charging their dues. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I don't know. I gotta go to my gym and put it on cancel or hold. I kind of keep them open because I really like the franchise. I really like um, the company. Not that I become a communist, but I'm kind of like I like to keep them open because I'd like that business to be around once this boogaloo ends. Uh, Morgan, my fiance told me to read worthless. Good. Good girl. Ah, the bearded Nophilus, uh, Nemophilist. Cappy bucks. How do I obtain the females? <clears throat> um, also talking to this woman, I found out you just have to be Prince Harry. That's it. That's all you have to be. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They all want the prince. They want the... That's how you get the girls. You just have to be a prince. So I don't know, Marion, how would that translate into practical? You'd have to marry into some royal line. I think your highest shot would be the Saudis because the Saudis have the most number of quote unquote royalty. They're, they number in the thousands. Not all of them are billionaire princes though. But maybe you marry into it somehow and then you get divorced, but you're still considered a prince or a duke, or a baron, or something. And then, then you're a prince. You have that title. But it wasn't, you'd have to leave the royalty for the girl. And then you have to be handsome on top of it, which Prince Harry is. He's a good-looking guy. And you have to have access to tons of money. And that is how you obtain the females. And I also... I'm informed <clears throat> that women, this is where the lie comes in, they will hold out for their prince. They will hold out for the prince. They think there's a prince out there. You know why? Here's the funny reason why. You know why they're going to hold out the, for the prince out there? Because that's what they were told by Disney and their parents and their teachers and the media. They actually, th they just think it's bad luck. They keep running into average schleps that are under six feet tall and don't have royal lineage. You're like, who the fuck? Are, where are all these assholes coming from? What? You're a plumber? What's that? You're a mechanic? 
No, Juan, I don't want to go out with you. I have a prince who's just around that corner. So that's how I've, I, uh, I've been informed uh, how to get the, obtain the females. Miguel Casillas, Cappy, you love Unkling, so how about a 15-minute weekly Econ 101? What do you mean a 15-minute Econ Get the damn, get back your pet. Look, the reason I abandoned economics is, is a couple reasons. One, nobody cares, all right? I've explained economics thoroughly. If you look at the first, gosh, dozen years of my work online, my books and all that, it's all about economics. And then when I found out no one gives a shit, even when they know it's wrong, just like women want to believe they're, print, they're entitled to a prince, everyone wants to believe in free shit. And no matter how much I try and point out to them, like, here's the way out of poverty. Here's the way to make money. Major in this. Don't major in that. Worthless is a perfect example. That thing is almost 10 years old. Did that stop it? No. Just as many idiots are majoring in Now we save some people here locally. That's good. That's great. I'm, I'm happy about that. But I don't, what else do you need me to say? There's nothing, and, and economics is not that hard. Leave people be. Let them keep the lion's share of the production of their worth and their value and their wealth. <clears throat> Make sure there's a, a level playing field, regulation, and, and it's none of the government's business. Don't fuck with the money supply. Don't fuck with debt. Don't get involved in markets like the health market or the student loans. Leave people the fuck alone and let them suffer from their consequences and their mistakes. Oh, no, because of democracy, I need me my government checks. I need me my gimme that's because fill in the reason. I'm poor. I'm a student. I'm black. I'm female. I'm disadvantaged. I'm this uh, recently made up uh, hippopotamus sexual. I got the hood to hood to hoods. Money, 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 money. Give, 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 gimme, give. What do you want me to say? People are, that's it. There's producers and there's parasites. The default status is parasite because of the undeniable drive of laziness. Because it's a survival mechanism to live off of people and have other people do the work. Do you do you build a system around that that moots that says no? You got to work. We're not. No one's bailing you out. Or do you take? Do you bribe people for votes? Sell your country and society down the road so you can have an easy life as a career politician. That's it. That's all it is. And no matter how many times I try and point out what is painfully obvious, no one wants to, even people on my side, there's no lack of fat, conservative, traditional housewives. There's no lack of traditional libertarian men who can't clean a gun. So I threw in the towel. Spend less than you make. People can't even do that. Don't major in stupid shit. People can't do that. So I threw in the towel. I'm done. Now I talk philosophy. Now I talk, I still talk economics because the number one economy out there is love or sex really is what it is uh, from one aspect. But, but the children and everything that comes from that is the transaction between men and women. That's how society is. Well, that's, that's how society populates itself. We want to be very literal. Uh, but all economic production comes from the transaction of, of men and women. Men produce shit so that girl is hot, so we can get the girls. Women want to produce shit now, too. That's fine. Cool. Go produce shit. I don't care. Pay taxes. It's free world. Um, so in, in that sense, talking about, well, wait, this is the big transaction. Men are committing, like, all their youth and life, especially now when you tack on child support and alimony. <laughs> 
Now the role of the government is coming in, replacing men. Oh, that's economics. That's huge economics. That's where the forefront is. And even that, I'm kind of tired of that. I mean, what do we have to say? Yeah, women are voting to replace men with government. Women are voting for more shit. Yes, men are voting for more shit. Men don't want to raise their kids half the time. That's why they're deadbeat dads. That's why they run away. All right, what, what do you want me to say? This is why it gets so dark though. This is why, and this is why most of my works now are just making fun of people. Like, look at this. So, like down the road, when Rome is burning and the the uh, was it the the Goths are at the gate. Oh my God! What hell? How did this happen? Oh, hey, look at this book. As they find in the wreckage, who was this guy? Don't know because there's no electricity. They had to fire up the internet to find out who he was. What's the internet, by the way? <clears throat> Yeah, I've written pretty much all I'm going to write about economics because there's not much else to write about it. Operation Evil is coming up next. I got a couple business ideas and things I'm going to do. Uh, Judd Grover for $5. Good morning, Captain. I'm thankful for steak, tequila, internet, my treadmill, my Impala, and living in an apartment building that is 95% college female. Oh, man. Good going. 95% college females. All right. Let's scroll down. Traff for $1.99. I just shot us two bucks. Thanks, Traff. Look at him. He's got a suit on. He's probably essential. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling, scrolling down this thing. Ride. <clears throat> MXWS for two Canadian dollars. You are cracking me up, a hole. I am. I'm so funny. Half dollar for five bucks. Day one of the furlough. Not sweating it. Coding and saving equals really nice peace of mind. No marriage for me. Too old to be poor, 48. It's it's really hard. Okay, how it you have to try to be poor in today's world. You really have to try to be poor. Because as long as you don't, you, you have to have a kid out of wedlock, you have to have a kid in wedlock you can't afford. That's usually if if you just don't do that, you're fine. You don't major in stupid shit. Heck, you don't even have to go to college. Spend less than you make. Get a bike, live in a nice climate where you can maybe bike to work all the time. You, Not that hard, guys. Not that hard. High school dropout here. Superior race mechanic. There you go. There you go. Reminds me of that kid. He's 19 years old. His dad taught him how to be a mechanic, like starting at 14. Kid was always wrenching out cars. So by the time he graduated from high school, he went and became a mechanic, was making $35 an hour, had 50 grand saved up. And here he is 19 contacting me. I'm not going to college. I feel like a loser because all my friends are going. I'm like, oh, all your friends who don't have 50 fucking thousand dollars saved up, who have like the opposite $50,000 in debt, and they don't make no $35. You make as much as a fucking engineer graduate would. But I don't have the college degrees. Uh. Is that it? I don't know. We got it. All right. Oh, let's do some happy fan mail. We got some good mail. Uh, good happy happy emails. Everybody sent me happy emails. <clears throat> so if you guys would like, email me over at assholeconsulting.com or my cappy cap email. Uh, this is from. Tan, read this thread on R Ask Women Over 30 or Reddit. Here's some of the highlights that had me in tears. It's, quote, it's frustrating and I feel lonely as fuck. I wish I had more platonic male friends, especially those that wouldn't cause him to raise an eyebrow with his insecurities. 
it, it, if, every time they see something they disagree with, oh, he must be insecure. You're just afraid of a strong, powerful woman. Okay, yeah. I think it was Murray. Murray asked the question, why I don't talk economics. Murray, do you see why I get exasperated? Like, society doesn't change. It's not, oh, well, men are just sick and tired of the lip. They want females. No, it's they're insecure. How long have we heard, oh, small penis? Who hurt? I mean, how? <clears throat> yeah, okay. I have seen that movie a million times before. I don't need to see it again. Because I would really use some whole... I really could use some wholesome and decent male energy right now. It's all about you. Is do you really do you girls understand? No, they don't. Per our conversation I've had before, girls, you don't understand. Men are humans too, and they have their own de desires, wants, and needs, and incentives. I don't know. I don't have to ask women over thirty. Uh, we had a blow up because he shaved his beard. I've never seen this guy without a beard. I prefer beards. We went one awkward day avoiding each other and not talking. <laughs> Shave your beard. <clears throat> uh, so if you go to the site, maybe I could provide this in the comments below. or the, I'll put it in the chat. I don't know. Go here. Read through it. Um, quarantine and marriage problems. Has anyone else had a huge blowout with your significant other after being together quarantined for a month? So far before now, <clears throat> he has only slept on the couch once laughing out loud. Uh, guys, you don't sleep on the couch. Yeah, I, never mind. What I, but today was a bad one. The kind of rear screaming, yelling, fight, avoiding because hard to someone tell me I'm not alone here. Slowly slipping back into the depression hole, I'd worked so hard all year climbing out of. I'd just gotten a job I was excited about, but obviously I can't go into the office as it is closed, and I don't know when I actually will be able to start work. My spouse is working from home right now, so I don't bother him while he's working. That's good. Need money the most. You ever feel you're more unhappy because of the things society tell you you should have but don't than you would be if society didn't press you to have those things so much? Yeah. I... To uh, to Tan, who sent us this, I, I can't get excited. I This is, you know, oh, people brought under delusional lies and expectations find out that they can't uh, have what they want. Upset and pissed off. I don't know. This is the show. This is the show. Enjoy the show. These are the people that were yelling at you. You know, remember when you were a kid, you were younger? You're just a loser. You're not Holly. And, and, and everything in high school was about who was pretty and who played the high school, middle school, K through 12 education system environment game. And then there was college. And, oh, we're all so smart and intelligent. I have a master's degree. And now it's and now that they're in the real world, that lack of training, if anything, the mistraining, for, the training for a world that didn't exist doesn't apply to the real one. This is your show. This is your movie. AMC is closed. Yes, but you can watch this show 24-7 on the interwebs. Just gets boring. Oh, you thought the world revolved around you, and you were lazy, and you didn't want to do math, and you loaded up a ton of debt, and then you like found a guy that could tolerate your fucking pain assery, and he's a pushover of pain. Now that you're secluded, now, oh, and then you made your dumb crap, and now you're not an essential employee. 
and you're finding out that you're driving each other nuts. He's not really what you want. And you're not you're not the uh, $250,000 sex in the city marketing director you thought you'd be. Really, you're upset. Do I have to hear this again every day? That's a frontier for men and a red pill ladies. It's like, just, it's like, get beyond this. Move on. Oh, tune in, get your fix. Ha ha, look at that. <laughs> but then I got shit to do. I got rotors put on a truck. Yeah, I, the complaining, and you want to talk about flattening the curve. If you look at the education we've given young women, and by education, I mean indoctrination, about how they don't need a man, it's almost vertical. And this is young gals starting at five. We're not, there's no countering. There's no traditional counterpart to this. Young women today are getting nearly a pure 100% diet of what women of yesteryear generation got. 100% feminism, don't need no man, never rely on a man. That That is 100% true. And the, the derivative is straight up. It's almost infinity. And that's been, that's been going. Now, to flatten the curve, you got to kind of impose a self-quarantine where traditionalism would you, you say, look, you balance it. You stop infecting these girls with this disease thing. Oh, yeah, feminism is the No, no, no. It's not. Matter of fact, it's a lie. Here's an alternative theory. You can judge for yourself, but here's an alternative. Until you start introducing it, you're not flattening the curve on this. And so this show is going to go on forever. 25 years from now, the poor girls in kindergarten are going to be facing the same thing. But who knows what social media it will be then. You'll see men of my generation will be watching all these old ladies who didn't even have a husband to inherit his empire or his, his uh, <clears throat> estate in the nursing home are going to be demanding more social security because they didn't save enough money. Me and my guys are going to be dying, thankfully, and not having to put up with this shit show anymore. And we'll have had our fill of the show. But uh, you millennials and you Gen Zers, you're going to have you're going to have a front seat to a lifetime show because this is not going away. It's not going away. And after you guys go through your red pill rage, you realize you've been lied to this entire time. and You rediscover what reality is because of great works. And great people like me and other red pill theologians have documented and put it up on here. Like, oh, that's how it worked. Then you get five to 10 years of like, oh, look at that. Oh, isn't that funny? I told you, you might try and fight. You might try and say it. But then you're going to realize, wait a minute. Do we have those kids, uh, those young ladies' ears since they were in kindergarten? Did we invest trillions of dollars and trillions of human hours brainwashing them to think this way? No, we didn't. Ah, fuck it. I'm putting on rotors. Or some other theologians would say, space ghost. Whatever your version of rotors or space ghost is, you'll find it. We don't have to go back and watch them suffer and flail and sink. Oh. So there's that. If you guys want to take a look at that, we got that there. Uh, we'll leave that up. I just, the only reason I bring up the super chats is so it holds the place. I don't lose, you know, I don't miss your guys' when you donate some cash. Uh, so that was from Tan. Thank you, Tan. Yeah, get your fix. Go, you know, get a little, get a little gossip, get a little, uh, get a little dirt. Enjoy their suffering, but, you know, then move on. We got, we got other stuff to do. Consultation. Oh, if you have, 
sent me a requested asshole consulting. Please check your spam mail. I'm going to delete that one because that was do the work for me. I sent this guy a thing. Uh, Got to do that. <clears throat> Willie sent me the money. I've already got requests paid for it, asshole consulting. I got that. Dave. Okay, that guy paid. Oh, here's some good news. All right. A flood of asshole consulting requests came in. Cappy, YouTube won't let me send you a super chat. Don't know why. I, it, guys, it's usually always user error. That's what I've found. And then me being guilty of it. Like you're typing in the credit card wrong. Uh, sometimes it's not a credit card that works. Um, your three-digit code on the back doesn't work. It's something. Um, don't know why. I'm working in IT on a W-2 contract for a huge company. Limited to 35 hours of work. Work from full-time, $50 per hour contract was just extended for a year. Life is good. Sincerely, and we'll, we'll keep you anonymous. Uh, that is awesome. That is, it is good to be essential. It is good to own and. And it is also good to be essential. Isn't it nice how many unessential liberal arts majors are finding out they're not essential? Like, this is the real world telling you, you are not essential. All right. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have value and you don't bring value to the world, but you are not a critical person to the survival of society. Maybe you want to rethink some things about whether or not Aaron, you're not critical. Nope, I'm not. I am not. But people deem me valuable enough. I guess you could say I'm critical if people do major in stupid shit. But since no one listens to me, I'm not critical. Kind of the tree falling in the forest if it makes noise does anyone hear it no not really <laughs> if Cappy writes about solving poverty but no one reads it did it happen not really no it really didn't i've answered that one uh so that's good oh thank you for notifying me about payroll oh god uh, bear with me guys no no no, no. Is that it? It's clippy. Oh, this is an interesting one <clears throat> uh, from Turl. Turl writes, yo, asshole. I'm an asshole, too. My dad was one of the author authors of Windows NT. He worked at the Evil Empire for a while. I will ask him if he knows who whose baby it was. And if you remember um, <clears throat> this podcast or one before, uh, I was talking about how having to click out of things like the email I just got notifying me that my payroll company took a fart. Now we hear at your payroll company took a fart. We just want to let you know that we care about. And so like this adds up to the amount of time we waste clicking on shit that we don't need to do. And uh, Clippy, that annoying paperclip that would help you when you never asked him to. Um, <clears throat> I want to know who the creator of Clippy was, not the artist. Because the artist is known, but people are like, oh, well, who created Clippy? So this guy's going to give me some inside biz. Uh, he worked at the Evil Empire for a while. I'll ask him if he knows who, whose baby it was. He hates Clippy, so do I. But before Clippy was McPhee, a large-nosed freak. Oh, before Clippy was McPhee, comma, a large-nosed freak that would pop up like Clippy, fucking shoot me. 
I work in IT, it's math. I hate geeks, but I want to make it work for me. I make it work really well, but I grew up with it, so my views are different. If you can make it to Idaho, we have great hiking. Oh, I know. I've done some great hiking in the Bitterroot Mountains. I'm up here biking and building shit. Take care. Keep up the good work. Turl. Well, thank you, Turl. It's good to hear. How, buddy, how many people like Turl's email? How huh? Was that a nice email? The Bearded Nemophilus for five bucks. Youngins, listen to Cappy and get a vasectomy. Best money you can spend. Take it from me. After having my son, it is a comfort to worry about an oops, baby. Yes, it is. And this idea, like, you're cutting off, guys, you got to get less ignorant. You're not cutting off your dick. You're not even cutting up off your balls. You're severing the tube that connects where the testes, the reservoir of the, of the sperm, and your cannon. That's it. That's it. You could still function sexually normally. Yes, there's a small percentage of things that go awry. Yes, there's a chance you may not be able to reconnect the tubes if you decide you want to have kids later. But they found ways to extract sperm. And the study I showed, it said, hey, okay, the first time it was like a 60% success rate. Then we took the 40% that didn't. We got another 60% out of them. We took extracting directly. They got 100% of the guys to get viable sperm. And then you could donate to a sperm bank and just save it in a frozen thing. And uh, then you can have a kid when you want. I wrote an article, How Men and Only Men Can End Poverty. And it's there on CaptainCapitalismUpBlogspot.com. You want to you wanna never have a baby mama? You want to never get sperm jacked or, oops. And if some girl claims that, she's, that, that it's your child, you're like, really? Because if you get the vasectomy, you don't tell them. Really? That, that's my kid, huh? Hang on. I got to check something. Then you go... You have your, your sperm count tested. If it's you're like, uh, let me show you this vasectomy document I got. <clears throat> but no one's going to listen to Cappy. People won't buy a $25 book. They're not going to spend $1,500 to $2,000 to go get a vasectomy. Is that it? Are we caught up? Oh, caught up. Awesome. Okay, let me get to the rest of the happy mail. We have more happy mail. Uh, dear asshole, ever since I can work from home, I can use my time more wisely instead of pretending to work. So now I registered for a home course of learning to code in JavaScript since it was the program most wanted after researching the market. <clears throat> Something I learned by reading Worthless. So now I work from home, earn money, and learning a skill that can help me get a better job all at the same time. You're a dick, but I like you, Spider Jack. That's from our good friend Jack Napier. You can find Napier Knows on YouTube. Thank you, Jack. Oh, Stefan Molu emailed. He personally emailed me. It's just a spam mail. I like Stefan Molu. I might go listen to some Stefan Molu later. Uh, TJ Martinell, he has a post up at MasculineGeek.com about life lessons from Cowboy Bebop. It's good. I read through that. I can delete that. <clears throat> we have an artist building our own uh, Merciful Corona Chan, so we don't have to worry about running a file saying, oh, somebody coming back saying, that's not, that's mine. You can't use that. So we'll have our own Corona Chan. Uh, good news story from Mark. Mark writes, good morning, Aaron. As with a number of your listeners, I've had a couple of Corona Chan exes sniffing around virtually, of course, 
of course, both married, <clears throat> career women, five children between them. Don't worry, no children, no wife. Vasectomy at 25, no white knighting. Wish you to be an asshole. I mentioned that the only exciting thing recently was paying an 8,000 pound off of my mortgage on its anniversary. Both responded similarly that if they had 8,000 in the bank, they wouldn't use it on their mortgage. Of course not. Because Prince Harry's going to come bail them out. Didn't you hear me? That's from women. <laughs> Remember doing some studies and the, the data showed uh, men and women have equally horrible finances. And it was in part because men buy larger, dumber, well, no, I shouldn't say dumber, equally stupid things. Like women will buy five sets of $2,000 shoes, whereas men will buy one big ass car or a boat. <clears throat> and so men had slightly worse finances than women, but I got to wonder about that over time. Like what was their methodology? Did you just poll people in their 20s and 30s? Because I want to know by 50 who has the better finances. I keep seeing shit like this. And to what extent do men's finances go and subsidize the women? Oh, yes, Miss Social Worker. I know you make your $25,000, but because you have a master's degree, you think you're more important and contributing more to society than your husband, who's a lowly bachelor's degree in chemical engineering, who only pulls in $85,000 a year. Oh, yeah, you guys are equal. Uh, I know neither responses were code for. I would use it on my non-mortgage-related loans being charged at higher interest rates. Yeah. I did not ask what they would spend it on as I didn't care. Worthless shit. <clears throat> By continuing that I could have cleared three times as much if the repayment penalty hadn't been prohibitive. Oh, you got a repayment penalty out there? Oh. Dude, that sucks. In the United States, I think it's illegal. Like, you can't say, no, you can't pay off your mortgage early. Uh, nevertheless, I should clear my outstanding balance next April. Man, you're within a year of paying off your mortgage. That's great. Both asked how long I've lived in the house. I answered, next year will be my seventh. Then what, I said. Possibly retired, not sure. Silence. I've not heard from either since. I speculate that these women cannot escape their cash, car cash lives, car crash lives during the Corona Chan isolation and are desperately seeking plausible fantasy escapes to tie them up. I think they're also just looking for attention. Um, what was it? One gal who was a social media gal, she committed suicide. Well, actually, she didn't commit suicide. She <clears throat> did a cry for help which is not suicide, but she did it too well. There's a difference. She was an attention whore and did a cry for help. Uh, but she OD'd and died in the hospital uh, because she wasn't getting enough attention. Uh, what? Was it uh, one of the one of the webcam sites had applications go up 75%? A lot of that's financially driven, but I'd imagine it's also attention. And so, yeah, don't be surprised. You're sitting there and you know, chilling out and all of a sudden uh, get some emails back. Hang on. Da, 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 I'm just going through the chat room, making sure we don't have that. Okay. Uh, where'd it go? I had it. Got all these damn windows open. That's not it. There we go. So anyway, yes, thank you for the email. The girls will be coming down. I just have so much junk on my emails right now that I have to delete this. 
If you go waiting on your work, Terrence Pop, reading his book. I'm reading his. Do 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 do. Is that it? I thought I had more. I think that's it, guys. I think we're done. The great and merciful Corona Chan is over. No more super chats. Outstanding. All right, let's call it a day. Which we won't because I got to go back to work and do other stuff. Everybody bow your heads. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and the threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us. Specifically, those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessings come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flex. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan. Amen. That is it. One last final sweep through. Make sure nobody else is donating money. Awesome. <clears throat> Thank you, gentlemen and ladies. And we'll see you guys later. Probably have the Older Brother podcast one of these days soon. And remember, Asshole Consulting back up, so there'll be a bunch of videos up with Asshole Consulting. See you guys later. Toodles.